lovely hair show. season two of the so lovely hair show and um it feels like it's been a decade since we last recorded but here we are here we are ollie i've missed you so much i've missed you too siobhan (laughs) Uh, we had such an amazing time recording series one of the so lovely hair show and you know you really did get me through the first lockdown it was just lovely to be able to have our staff room chit chat so regularly, which we did. But then, I don't know, I've not seen you and I feel like so much has changed, but nothing has changed. It's just a really weird time. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I think also like the the, the first lockdown was a novelty and the third one is like, uh, I definitely went much more introverted in this one as like, I'm not speaking to anyone. <laughs> yeah, that is totally true. Like you can see it on well, you can see on social media, like the first lockdown, I mean, everyone was posting every hour. You could see about a million tuition heads being done and, you know, all these memes. And it was just, you know, it was crazy. Uh, but constantly, you know, I was on the phone. I was doing Zoom calls, Zoom quizzes, Zoom everything. Um, and then this one, actually, I call my friends and so they just don't answer. <laughs> <Actually>. <laughs> it's a very different vibe. Um <laughs> And then, like, they call me, and then I don't answer. Then it's like I pretend that we want it. We pretend that we want to speak on the phone, but we just don't really. Um, I don't know why that is. I just can't be asked. Maybe I don't know. But um, yeah, it's, it is definitely very different. Um, so it is lovely to see such a sunny and fabulous, friendly face. Um, oh, oh, same to you, Siobhan. <laughs> same to you. Uh, the Self Appreciation Society is here in full force. <laughs> <laughs> I remember now why we do this because it just makes us feel makes us feel good, really. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it was it was been so interesting revisiting the So Lovely Hair Show from the first season to speak to the and listen to the people we spoke to, and yeah. it, was kind of, it was kind of reassuring to sort of know people are going through the same old shit, really. <laughs> totally, yeah, totally, and like get different viewpoints on it. Like I loved last uh, last series because um, although there were people that I I were aware, I was aware of and then were in my network um I didn't speak to them on a regular basis so I got so much from it um so much advice so much kind of information so much inspiration um, and it's definitely helped to kind of guide my path like moving forward um and as I said so much has changed so much has changed for you um yeah. which is why I think this episode is very exciting because we've got a lot to talk about about, Siobhan I mean how are we going to squeeze this all into half an hour but here we go (laughs) so lovely (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so so much has changed but not a lot has changed but no definitely a lot has changed for you hasn't it Ollie a hundred percent yes um it's been actually this lockdown as much as I haven't spoken to anyone it's I have spoken to people but it's been about um, opening up a new salon um, I'm oh. going I'm going bigger I'm going more I'm going on the high street it's it's a big big change for me so um, actually um, I've been wanting to do it for a while and 
I was speaking to my husband about it. I was like, if we hadn't gone through the lockdowns, I don't think I would be at this stage right now because it's given me the opportunity to think about what I want for my future and mm-hmm. what change I want to create. And actually, the small salon I had was wonderful, but it, I just wanted to grow it and wanted to be bigger and I just needed to be more independent with it. So and that, that's the journey I've been on and it's been incredible. Um, it's a very like brave mood to make because, you know, I know there's lots of people that, you know, are, I guess, probably because of financial pressures and wanting, you know, financial security are, you know, not wanting to make any big changes at the moment purely because of that reason. And for you, you're like, OK, I know I've been closed for all of this time, but let's let's put more more into it. Let's just go bigger and better. Like how how what kind of makes you go? Yes, that's the right thing to do now. Um, I think there's lots of little elements to it. The first thing was I definitely felt like I'd outgrown my space. So I needed to go to a bigger space. So that was mm-hmm. that was the main thing that was making me push forward. The second thing was, um, as much as it's great working in a smaller space, I needed something that's going to help me be able to do other things in my career that isn't me just working full time in the salon. So I needed to be able to have an income coming in that's going to let me do other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I think um, it's just sort of how your perception of, of, of your future is going to be. So I just wanted to grow it and make it bigger so that I can feel like I can achieve this, the goals I want to achieve and spread my message out there a bit more. Um, and I think what also really helped me was from doing these the So Lovely Hair Show podcast last season, I got some coaching from Jo Irving, who was one of our guests. And mm. she just really made it very clear to me about how, how I can realise my, to realise my dreams and how I can actually make those things that are in my head actually turn into reality. So that was definitely the main fundamental thing that pushed me forward. Do you think like, um, I like really rate Jo Irving. I think she's just so inspirational and motivational. Like, you know, yeah. it was a really, really, really amazing episode. Do you think that, like you mentioned earlier, do you think having the time during this lockdown has kind of made you be able to do it better? Like, do you reckon? Definitely. Or, yeah. Definitely. I, I think I've been able to really kind of focus in on those things that I'm really insecure about, which is sort of working out um, figures and VAT and and how I'm going to put contracts together and how I'm going to get all those sort of things that generally as a creative person is not my cup of tea and kind of and rather than just kind of like look at it and go oh that'll do and then just be afraid of it I've actually owned it and become much more confident with it um whereas if we were working full-time in a salon and then I wanted to do this I would never have had that time to focus on that Mm. and make that um something that I can digest and understand and therefore then speak to other people about it so that they can understand it yeah um and I think also like uh, trying to find the right place I've been able to use those the lockdown time to actually search and find the right unit that's going to suit me and, and my vision so definitely being in lockdown has been able for me to has been a made me be able to um realize my dream that's like yeah that's really lovely because it is it's it means you've used the time wisely doesn't it Ollie well done you um, <laughs> well done you um <laughs> like we are busy like in our industry it's like it's typical for us all to be just really busy and it's almost like one of those things it's like almost cool to be too busy isn't it so like um, you're doing what you're doing and if you want to improve on it it's it's quite difficult to find the time so I really hope that you know anyone listening um and you know anyone else you know everyone else in our industry I really hope that people have used the time 
you know, not all of the time. I, you know, I've watched my fair share of Netflix. Don't get me wrong, but like, <laughs> I, I hope that you know everyone's kind of used the time for the good. You know, just to you know, brush up on their, you know, their skill set, cutting, yeah. coloring. Yes, that is one thing, but also nurturing, as you said, your dreams and. Yeah you know, looking after you and actually really sitting down and thinking about what's important for you and what, what can make your life better, I suppose. Yeah, and I think it's sort of, I mean, I, I, I'm a person who generally strives for change. I'm not very good at sitting still and staying mm. in one moment. I like to evolve things and see what happens from there. I mean, 10 years ago, I would have hands down said, I don't want to open a salon. And <laughs> here I am. Yeah, actually doing that. <laughs> Going bigger, bigger, big, more salon, more chairs. <laughs> more chairs, more people, more things to worry about. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know, I just think now's the time's right for me. I spent 10 years ago, we were on an art team. We were doing really beautiful, creative stuff. We, were, we had the freedom of traveling the country and the globe to be able to do our education and everything. Mm. Whereas now I maybe don't want to do quite so much traveling and everything so actually yeah. now is the time for me to set my roots down and and make that make that change um so yeah I think that's that's definitely my thing is change is really important to me um otherwise I'll just get bored stagnant and then I'll start picking at things and making <laughs> making <laughs> <laughs> making a pig's ear of it or something I don't know something <laughs> like that <laughs> you, like you know you said oh like I don't want to do traveling anymore and you know like that kind of thing it's something that you used to do like how do you because I'm exactly the same thing like I I I kind of change what it is that I like if that makes sense and it happens progressively like it's not something that just happens like that one day it's like that one day it's not it just must just happen and I I'm not unaware of it but you need to be able to kind of re align with yourself and your thoughts almost do you know do you know what I'm saying here so how do you, yes. how is it that you then became aware of what your new the new Ollie wanted and how do you kind of figure out what that map is um I think there's 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 I think there's a default that you sit in and you do what you think you should be doing and you push mm. through on that and you push through on that and push through on that and then the people around you are going okay well that's the that's what Ollie's doing that's what he wants and there's times when you come to a brick wall and you're like Oh, well, this isn't working. The the home life is mm, that that's a that's changed, and that's not right. And oh, um, I'm too tired to do things, and I'm uh, and and then this isn't working. So sometimes I think there's sort of situations in your life that um, create a sort of a buckle in that default movement. Mm -hmm. So you kind of sit back and kind of go, oh, that's not right for me. And also, like when you go on holiday, like my husband say, take about three days, but all of a sudden you'll just be and relax and yeah. you're out of that headspace and then I'd get the real Ollie I'd get the, the conversation from you that I haven't been getting all the time <gasps> and then you kind of and then that's my reflection going hmm and, and I do think as hairdressers we are very lucky that the job we do is also our hobby and mm -hmm. you know I think it's really hard for some people to understand where we're coming from because everything we do is influences our, our work life and our work life can be our pleasure and our work life can be our hobby and it kind of can be all consuming and yeah. for the people who are on the sidelines of that kind of go uh are you ever going to switch off from that <laughs> <laughs> so I think those are moments that made me re, re reflect on that and and um you know and also when I was commuting to London all the time I was getting home super late I wasn't sleeping properly I wasn't eating properly and I think sometimes it's those things in your life that make you go this 
this this has to change this has mm. to evolve into something that is suitable for my lifestyle and the people around me to make that carry on otherwise I'm going to disrupt this and make it make some maybe some bad decisions you know so I think that's it really and it's you know when you're doing a lot you know I'm sure we've all kind of had periods of our life when we're overworking and overdoing things and I think you need to have those points like that you know they kind of accelerate you and push you to areas but they're not things that you can kind of or it's not a way of working or living that can kind of be continual um yeah. needs otherwise you will suffer from extreme burnout won't you so yeah, yeah you need to be able to kind of reassess and look at it I know that um like I had this book um I've probably spoken about it before but I do love it I do it every year and basically it kind of asks you what your values are ah. and you then basically just have to note down what is important to you really what are yeah. your values um and your values could change like so year on year what my values might be different this year to what they were last year and they are actually if you if you're wondering um, yeah. <laughs> um and those values will then kind of determine what you're going to then put your you know your efforts into basically and yeah. you know those can change and you need to be aware of that like for instance I remember one year I was writing you know my most important value was family and home life at that point in time I was like that I really 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 kind of treasure that at the time I was working abroad so much I was basically hardly ever home so it didn't it didn't quite balance out because actually I put my most important thing to me was spending time with my family and friends but I actually wasn't doing it so (laughs) I had to then kind of tailor my job and what I was doing in order to ensure that I could you know design a life or a way of living and working that will complement what I'm actually after I suppose. Yeah, that's. I think that's really true. Actually, I think there's obviously some some way you kind of have in your head of that's your ideal life, but actually you're mm. doing the polar opposite. Um, but I think, I think definitely with lockdown, actually physically having to stop yeah. has been the perfect opportunity to really work out what are your 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 must haves in your life and yeah. being able to kind of really sort through that. And yeah, you know, I know we said this in the last series, but we're never going to really have this opportunity again in the careers mm. that we have to actually have this moment to reassess everything so you know I think I think that what's really exciting about this particular coming out of this particular lockdown it looks super hopeful that we are going out of a national lockdown and we're going to yeah. get much more of a sense of normality so I actually feel like what we're working towards is a really significant change in everything in not just our work life, but our social life. Um, and just the general, the general world is changing. So I think that that's kind of an exciting feeling at the moment. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing what this summer actually brings for us. Yeah. Um, and, and also to get to hang out with each other. I mean, I haven't actually been in your, in your actual physical space since oh god knows where <laughs> i'm sure you could hear my laugh though <laughs> oh, well, I, can, I can hear your laugh <laughs> i can hear it from you can hear it in your nightmares <laughs> stop it um, no it's it's really true i just um uh i read this thing the other day and it was basically saying it was basically saying that but it was saying you know when you're busy and you're working and you're living in your kind of normal life um, what would have been our normal lives prior to now, 
you I don't know we kind of all just kind of follow each other a little bit we're like ants aren't we and whatever we see other people doing on Instagram or within our kind of community we see as that should be something that we should be doing and it means that we end up striving for things that maybe aren't really what we're after Um, and I think what lockdown has definitely given us is the time to actually spend with ourselves not answer our phones to our friends, <laughs> um, spend it with ourselves and actually really, really assess what it is that we want rather than trying to kind of keep up with the Joneses and yeah. do what everyone else is doing. Because yes, that person over there may be striving to be, I don't know, an international superstar um, and will be the next Beyonce. You know, it doesn't mean that you need to be the next Beyonce. You can, don't it's worry. True. You can be whoever you want to be, Ollie. But, you know, it doesn't mean that you need to do that. You can do something else. So I think that's definitely been a big learning curve for me. Um, it's definitely given me the time to really sit back and go, OK, actually, they do look really good on paper. Those ideas, those ideologies are, sound yeah. great. But are they going to fit perfectly with my life and, mm-hmm. you know, where, you know, how I see my life living you know because to get to become the next Beyonce it takes a lot of work Ollie (laughs) it takes a lot of work a lot of commitment and lots of sacrifice (laughs) it really does she'll tell you that (laughs) she would so I mean I since the last recording of uh, our last episode you've had a little baby and you've got a a full-on family now I mean if there's going to be anything that's going to change your life is that I mean how how has that how has that been it's Oh, it has actually been wonderful, like genuinely been really, really wonderful. I think I've been very lucky in that uh, I was very scared about having a baby um, purely because I wasn't sure how it was going to impact my life. Um, I was, you know, I've always loved my job and my career. And, you know, there are people out there within our industry that have children. I know that, but it doesn't really get spoken about that much. Uh, And if it does, you either kind of, um I don't know the the picture that's painted is like the the the, the woman that could do everything so she's she's juggling work she's holding the baby she's drinking a margarita and it's all happening you know all at once um and that just just was kind of quite worrying I was like oh am I going to be able to do that or it's the people that you know have done done it but maybe aren't talking about it and it kind of worried me that perhaps maybe I wasn't going to get the jobs that I was, you know, I used to get or I yeah. wasn't going to be as busy or I wasn't going to be as relevant or all of these worries did come uh, into my head. Um, and, I, you know, I was also really worried about having to miss out on work, you know, really. Yeah. Luckily for me, this pandemic came along and it it looked like that everyone was missing out on work. So <laughs> I didn't have that fear of missing out. Obviously, it's terrible, but it's meant that I've, you know, I've genuinely, gen, generally, generally, genuinely, sorry, had <laughs> time to spend with him and my family in our own little literal bubble um, and enjoy it and not worry about, you know, missing out on jobs and wondering what other people are doing. And it's really given yeah. me time to really enjoy it, enjoy time at home, enjoy time with my family, you know, with my new son. And it's really given me the time to really assess what it is that I'm after. Um, you know like yeah I've yeah I've never spent so much time with my husband in my life and it's been wonderful it's been really wonderful um we didn't think we would have said that prior to this but uh (laughs) (laughs) we you know we both we both said it's been really great so it's definitely kind of made me reassess uh 
my career and how I see things going moving forward. Yeah, I, I, I think it's um, from, from my perspective, watching you uh, over the last nine months, um, you've actually um, taken a really great tra trajectory with edu online education. Mm -hmm. um, you've been in a Creative Head magazine. Um, you know, you haven't helped. And actually, I do think, you know, even having you've had a baby, you've actually suddenly propelled yourself even higher um, in the middle of a pandemic. So I feel like you've actually achieved a lot in the last few months. So congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I've, you know, I've been very lucky in that I educate and um, there was, you know, there was a gap there of education that needed to be taught. Um, and I'm, you know, I was available to teach it. Um, so yeah, it felt, I felt, I feel very lucky that I've been able to do it from my home actually. Um, and it's amazing to be able to still educate and still, you know, connect with people in that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, you know, it's, that has been amazing. Um, but I very quickly had to kind of set up my dining room and turning it into a studio and get all the equipment in. And, you know, it was kind of quick moving, but it is because it's something that I love. And you mentioned it earlier. It's, you know, when it's something that you love doing, you'll do anything to do it, won't you? So yeah, it doesn't feel yeah. like work. You know, I'll put Josiah to bed and then I'll record as soon as he's in bed and, you know, get this stuff done. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I think what's really exciting is I think not only for, for me as an educator, it means that I can now connect with more people like internationally um, because we're able to do it online. And yeah. also it doesn't put as much pressure on the need to travel all the time. Because um, uh -huh. I, I used to sometimes travel for jobs and literally work a couple of hours and then come home and I would have flown wow. however long. Um, so I think now that won't necessarily be what needs to happen. There'll be a mix of the online and the in-person education. And I think also for us as an industry, I think it will mean that we'll be able to kind of really um, learn and educate ourselves constantly without the fear of having to not be working at the same time because you know it's difficult to juggle working keeping our finger on the you know keeping our finger on the pulse keeping educated and all of those things when you have to be at seminars at yeah. this day and all of that so it's nice having you know that balance and that option it means that we can kind of all still communicate but yeah. you know I'm don't get me wrong I do miss a big awards night and I miss a big seminar and I, I love that and I'm you know I'm you know I'm craving to get back to it but I think once this all kind of balances out it'll be such, such an amazing thing to be able to have that combination of online and in-person education yeah. seminars awards all of that yeah a hundred percent I feel like um you know we we're really great at, at, at adapting to the situation as a human beings as creative human beings and we've mm -hmm. been able to um see uh, everything still continue and and people still be able to push themselves and do work online uh, and develop themselves so i think it's incredible uh, uh, and i can't wait to, as you just said to get back to a show to get back to a, oh. an awards ceremony to drink the warm wine to be there <laughs> to be around people give people hugs it's going to be <laughs> i think it's going to go mad <laughs> it is going to go mad i mean we're such tactile people. We want to kind of hug and kiss and stroke each other's hair. And <laughs> we, we want, you know, it's, it's like we want to do that. It's been actually a, the biggest struggle for me is I am, um, and you've probably exactly the same, is having to just communicate 
multiple people via Zoom. It's not yeah. so bad when it's just two of you, but you know, normally we'd meet in big groups. Yeah. And I like when we meet, we basically all we do is just shout over each other and I love it. I love not knowing what you're saying, but we're screaming over each other and just laughing. I love that. Yes. I miss it. And whereas, you know, you can't really do that on Zoom. It just it come it appears rude. So you can't, it, does. You can't. <laughs> it comes across as rude when you do it online, but when you're in person, it just feels fabulous, you know? We just need we need award ceremonies with loud music, hair dryers in the background, us screaming and laughing and just yellow yeah. wine. That's yeah. what we need. Yellow That's wine. what we need. <laughs> oh, God, I miss it. <laughs> Sorry, hairdressing industry. Uh, we love the yellow wine. We drink the yellow wine. It's still our favourite thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is our favourite thing. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> So what else is changing for you, Siobhan? I mean, how, how, how are you moving forward with the salon and, um, and everything like that, really? Um, so, yeah, so actually really big changes. Going back to kind of what we were saying um, in regards to kind of reassessing your values and all of those things, um, I've done that and I've actually really sadly decided to um, sell uh, my salon, Rose and Wild. Um, wow. it's, it's huge. It's, it's incredibly sad, Ollie. It really is. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like breaking up with, uh, a long-term partner. Um, yeah. you know, but it's one of those things it's, um, it, it was wonderful in so many ways and I loved creating it and building it and, um, everything like that. Um, but this year has been incredibly testing on me actually. Yeah. Um, financially, uh, you know, personally and for the salon, um, emotionally. Um, and, you know, like it's it's had, a, you know, a big impact on kind of mental stability as well. Like it's been incredibly difficult. Um, and I basically just had to go, OK, I'm I'm injecting so much time and so much energy into this space. It's yeah. then also not allowing me to, you know, positively put uh, time and energy into other aspects of my life that I really, yeah. really, really loved. And something needed to give. Like, I love educating. I love my family. I love creating. And in order for me to really kind of focus on those aspects of my career and my life, I, I needed to put something down. And yeah. unfortunately, uh, it, it's meant that I'm, I'm saying goodbye to the salon. Um, so oh. it's, I know it's incredibly sad. It's one of those things. It's, I know that it needs to happen, but it's still, it doesn't make it any sad, um, less sad, sorry, uh, yeah. than it is. Um, but yeah, so I've, um, decided to do that again, going back to the whole values thing. Um, I just needed to kind of really pinpoint what it is that I loved. And I do just, I'm a creative. I love creating. I love creating hair. I love educating. My passion is is definitely there um yeah. so yeah that's kind of that's kind of where I lead moving forward really um I'm not saying I wouldn't ever have a salon again in the future um you know who knows like you mentioned it earlier there's so many different elements that create or make part of building a salon and yeah. you need all of those elements to work uh in order to for it to be successful yeah. and some of my elements were a bit rocky. It it just didn't work for me. And I think the hardest thing is actually just acknowledging it and going, 
yeah no that's <laughs> it's not work- <laughs> that's that's not working and something needs to change and that's it yeah. there we go um it's all part of the process though isn't it because Rosenwald is a success that you know what what you built is a huge success and what an amazing achievement that was and what your next chapter is going to be mm-hmm. uh, you know it's you're going to be able to put exactly what you put into that into your future and you know whether it's another salon or creating your, your freelance um, education well educating and being more to maybe freelance I don't know but mm-hmm. it's it means that you have got that experience behind you now and you know what you're going to push into the future and how it's going to make you successful in that department as well. Totally. I've learned so much about myself over the last year and I've learned so much just in general, just um, moving forward. I know whatever I do, I have got a lot of knowledge behind me. Um, And yeah, I think that's, that's, you know that's great in itself but I'm I'm actually very very excited about what the future can hold and that that is yeah that's that's so uplifting and I think that I'd been kind of missing that for a little bit of time actually um so being able to have a you know when you just think anything could happen like that's yeah that's that's really exciting for me I think it's kind of interesting to think about how you know, there's people who are afraid of making change and there's people mm-hmm. really like you and I who are doers and we like to um, move forward in things. And actually, you know, unless you try something, you don't know whether it's going to work or not. And yeah. and also it may only work for a, a period of time and it may not work after a period of time, but you're going on a journey and that's taking you somewhere and you're learning about yourself, you're learning about the environment you're in, the industry you're in. And, mm-hmm. you know, if, if anything our industry has evolved dramatically in the last year, but our industry has evolved dramatically in the last 15 years with social media and everything like that. So I think it's quite interesting how, how instead of embracing change is, it's never a bad thing. It's, it's always going to give you a life experience and it's going to push you forward and, you know, it may give you an experience that you never expected to have before. And actually you end up making some decisions that are going to improve your future. Change is uh, like the fear of change is always a whole lot worse than actually making the change. Um, And that's why you always notice that when people make change, it's much easier to keep making more changes, if that makes sense. Um, Because you kind of you've experienced it and you go, you look back and you go, oh, that was fine. That was okay. Um, Whereas, you know, when you don't ever make any changes, it it can really kind of become quite scary, I think. And I I don't, you know, I'm not saying we should be changing all the time. I don't I don't think that's right either, because, you know, you need to have a kind of clear vision on where you're going. But I think you don't want the, the fear of change to stop you or prevent you from doing yeah. something that could possibly be really exciting and exactly. look you know things might not work out like for me the salon it you know it wasn't it didn't become maybe what I'd imagined it to be at the beginning um but my good god I'm so proud of it and yeah. I've learned a hell of a lot from it and I think it's definitely that all adds as I said to my my journey my story and I think yeah, I, d- I don't regret a thing at all, like no. at all. Uh, it was one of the most amazing things I've done. And I think, you know, do something, try it. It may work, it may work, it might it might not. Um, you'll definitely learn and I'm sure you'll have a hell of a good time doing it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, it's been incredible hearing what you've been up to and, and what 
you know what your, your future is going to bring for you it's incredible I know Ollie and I can't wait to see your salon oh my god I'm a grown-up hairdresser I've got a real salon now <laughs> <laughs> He's a real boy now. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, so, well, this is our second season and we have got some wonderful things lined up for uh, you to listen to this season. We have got the fabulous Gareth Williams who's coming up next. So he's also made a very big change. He's gone from uh, working with a large salon group to now becoming exclusively freelance, um, educating and working in salon. Um, so we're going to be talking to him a little bit about change. Um, and also he's going to give us some top tips in creating some amazing content for, for social media as well. So I cannot wait for that. Oh, me too. He's, he's so brilliant, is Gareth. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Especially his Instagram at the moment. I just die for it. <laughs> yeah, I think he said he's, he's a bit bored. Uh, <laughs> I, I can tell that. <laughs> Shampoo. Listen to us on Spotify and iTunes. You will be able to catch our podcast and we're going to be recording and dropping an episode every month from here on in. Um, it'll be really lovely to get your feedback um, and also any anything you would like us to do on our future podcast. So if you'd like to ask us any questions, please drop us a line. Please do. And if there's anyone in particular you'd love to hear a starting chit-chat with, let us know. We'll get in contact with them and then who knows, they may be on the next episode of The So Lovely Show. Oh, um, follow our Instagram, The So Lovely Hair Show, and drop us any DMs on there if you've got any questions for us or anything you would like to know. Um, it's been so lovely speaking to you again, Siobhan. And, you too. Um, Always a pleasure, Ollie. <laughs> until next month when we're with the wonderful Gareth Williams, I shall speak to you then. See you then. Bye. <laughs>